Hey everyone, welcome to the show. You're listening to Can I, the Latchel podcast named for the acronym Continuous and Never Ending Improvement. At Latchel, we have a deep belief that you can't get better by staying the same. And our podcast is here to give you the tools and resources you need to achieve healthy growth. As a Y Combinator backed company, we know what it takes to have rapid, accelerated growth, and we want to pass our learnings along to you. At Latchel, we help property managers and landlords grow and scale by taking over 24 7 maintenance operations. We've developed an innovative mix of software and on demand support to help do that. Each week on this show, we bring on industry experts and we dive into the topics that'll help you shape your business. Welcome to the show. Let's get going. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this session of the Latchel Property Management Podcast. I'm Ethan Lieber, the CEO of Latchel, and I'm here with our guest today, Joe Easton with Rent Manager. Uh, you've probably heard of Rent Manager. Uh, it's one of the biggest property management software solutions serving a pretty wide breadth of property types from single family to mobile homes, large multifamily communities. And they have one of the most customizable platforms that I've ever seen, um, which is great for the folks that like getting a lot of control over their uh, software. Uh, in addition, it's one of the few platforms with a fully open API. And we'll talk about this later, Joe, but I'm happy to say that Latchel is fully integrated with Rent Manager. We have a really solid partnership. Um, but today we're going to be talking with Joe about communication technology and how to de develop bulletproof communication strategies between your residents and your teams. Um, welcome to the show, Joe. Yeah, thanks for having me, Ethan. Uh, we've been working together for a while, so I'm excited we, we're finally getting together to uh, uh, have a uh, conversation. Um, before we dive right in, Joe, I just want to give a shout out to PropertyBrew.co. For anyone listening, if you haven't seen it yet, go check it out. It's PropertyBrew.co. They send a free weekly newsletter on all the growth tactics you need to build a high growth management company. So go check it out at PropertyBrew.co. All right, let's go ahead and dive in, Joe. And I, I want to start um, by introducing you to the listeners. Uh, could we get a quick background about you and your role at Rent Manager? Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, I've been with Rent Manager for two years now, and my title is PL Partner Account Manager. And, and what that means is I have the opportunity to work with companies a lot like Latchel that work in the property management space and have an interest in integration with Rent Manager. Uh, so, whether they're asking questions to figure out what that would look like, or maybe they're already integrated and they want to make the integration stronger, deeper, or maybe do some marketing with us. I'm kind of the go-to person for that. Um, prior to Rent Manager though, I've got a number of things in my uh, background that really kind of play really well into my current role. I actually spent a number of years in the self-storage industry uh, at, at the district management level. So I got to manage multi-site uh, properties there, uh, manage people, and really got to understand kind of what property management was all about. Now, if you're in single family or multifamily or any kind of uh, residential type property management, it's quite a bit different than self-storage, I'll give you that. But um, a lot of the basic foundations are really interesting and uh, a lot alike. I, I feel like property management in general, every part of property management, it's one of the industries where everyone kind of gets into it in what seems like kind of like a roundabout way how did you end up getting into uh, property management? I guess it started with your self-storage, but how did you even get into it? Yeah, it, totally roundabout way. I mean, uh, this goes back to when I was much younger, but I had uh, an ex-boss that had found a job in self-storage as well. And he came back to me and said, hey, you're really good with people. You're really good with customers. And that's really kind of the focus we want to have. So I'd like to bring in and teach you what self-storage is all about. Um, so it was completely random. I didn't have any intention of ever ending up there, uh, but it worked out really well. I got my feet wet in property management and I've done a number of other jobs along the way that kind of led me to the IT side of the, uh, the industry in the world, which I think is exactly why I ended up at Rent Manager. But I agree. Very few people say, hey, I, I had the plan. Like when I want to grow up, I want to be in property management. You don't hear that very often, but a lot of us end right. up here and are quite happy once we get here. 
Yeah. I, I, the only people I've ever heard that from, it's because their parents and, and their grandparents had been in property management and it's, it's become like the, the genetic or like hereditary uh, occupation. Um, otherwise it, it tends to be pretty serendipitous, but now you're yeah. a rent manager. Um, I'm sure a lot of the, our, you know, our audience's listeners, they've, they've heard of rent manager. They might be a little bit familiar but can you give us sort of the, the elevator pitch on what, what rent manager is and you know, why your, your uh, customers love it? Yeah, absolutely. So um, just like you were just saying, some people get into it because of family history. And that's actually the owner of rent manager's story. Uh, Dave, his parents manage mobile home parks, manufactured housing parks uh, back when he was young. And he went to school for computer science and thought, there's gotta be a better way than using pen and paper to manage these properties. So he created the first version of Rent Manager back in the 80s. Um, and ever since that time, he's focused really on two things. You make your customers happy and you make your software better. And all along the way, he just kept doing that over and over again, right? Through different iterations um, of making the software better. And what he realized is customizing the software and making it flexible is really, really important to the manufactured housing industry. Hmm. Well, it just so happens if you make the software really customizable that a lot of other industries are going to latch on to it. So without any marketing team, he grew into the multifamily space. He grew into the single family space, um, commercial, student housing, all kind of came along because a lot of people want software that they can have a lot of control over to manage the way they want to manage their properties, um, which you don't find very often, right? A lot of software yeah. is written to be used in a very specific way. That's why it works. Um, so that's really kind of uh, the, the history of it, the long history of it. I would say the recent history is, is how do we take that ability to customize kind of the next level? What can we do to constantly be giving our customers more freedom of choice to operate the way, the way they want to operate? Cool. And that really is, kind of where my role comes in with the integrations program and our API. Um, our API, like you said, open access, and uh, there's a data point in our software, you can get to it with our API. And so our customers enjoy the ability to choose from all types of different providers in our integrations program, where they can expand what they do, how they do it, without a whole lot of effort on their part. Uh, you know, Historically, if you wanted to integrate, if you wanted to connect different pieces of software, you would be a large company with a large development team and a lot of money to be able to do that. Well, yeah. modern technology has taken a shortcut to help any size company do that. I uh, I love the history of Rent Manager and, and, and the ethos of the culture because it feels like Latchell is, is walking in, in tandem or in parallel with you guys, just in a slightly different space, right? We focus on just the maintenance side, but uh, you mentioned a couple things that I love. First, that Dave's family had been in management, which is our, my co-founder, Will, same story. And, you know, they just realized, well, on our side, it was realizing like, wow, like maintenance is, is such a complex problem, but it and it takes so much time. How can we free up that time? And in Dave's case, it was realizing there's no good platforms here. Let's let's build a platform for for running this. Um, you mentioned two things that I really love about the ethos and culture of Rent Manager, and it's something that Latchell shares. Uh, we just use slightly different language for it. You, you mentioned the two focuses in what you do: one, customer happiness. Right? We, we call it customer obsession. It's it's effectively the same thing. And then the second, you said always improving that software. We kind of generalize it to just call it continuous improvement. But I feel like what I love about both our companies is when you're driven by customer obsession and continuous improvement, every few months, every year, you're just accelerating what you can bring to customers, how you can serve them, and how effectively you do it. And I think it's why we both seem to be staying ahead of the curve in terms of what we're we're delivering uh, to customers. Um, especially, I mean, you guys have one of the most modern APIs of, of any other software company in this space. There's a lot of outdated stuff uh, in, in the market. Yours, you know, you use all, all best practices for building it and you have a beautiful integration marketplace. Um, but in regards to staying 
ahead of the curve. I'm wondering if, if, if you can give me a little uh, more insight into kind of like behind the scenes, what are some of the ways that rent managers actually empowering customers uh, to do everything they need to do given the challenges of today, right? We have social distancing measures we're trying to account for. We have uh, kind of a new norm in how we need to communicate, right, with residents. We, we can't just, if, if we're running a, a multifamily community, we, we can no longer just walk into those units. You know, we need to uh, respect the safety that they're gonna want. People don't want strangers coming into their homes anymore. So we have to account for that. We also have to account for lockdowns. Like thankfully we're coming out of lockdowns. We don't know if we're gonna have to do lockdowns again, but what is rent manager doing to kind of empower companies to work around these, these new challenges? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. And it is a big concern, um, you know, and I've always been intrigued by the, the differences you see kind of in the, the uh, personal or uh, the, the consumer side of things versus business side of things. Um, you know, in our personal lives, I can take a picture on my phone, I can put uh, a note on there, I can do whatever I want on my phone and it goes to the cloud, I can get to it on my desktop, I can get to it from any web browser in the world, right? Um, if I wanna watch Netflix, I don't have to do it on my TV, I can do it on any device that I own. And yeah. in the consumer world, we've really become accustomed to that in the business world, that's not always the case. And I think the integration programs that like what we have at Rent Manager really speak to that and help out with that. Uh, but one of the big gaps is the communication side of things. It's how do we communicate in effective ways and keep all of our data, you know, right where we want it, when we want it, when we need it. That's really, really difficult because we communicate to our residents in many different ways. Like you said, the face-to-face -face communication has really been shut down. So, uh, you know, rent manager, one of the first things that we did is we've got um, like a chatbot type web chat feature. We started offering that to our customers to use for free during the COVID-19 situation so they can mm. have a new platform for communicating. Um, but on top of that, there's a number of different things that we offer in our system for communication simply because we know that you need to communicate in any way possible to your residents to keep them engaged, keep them understanding, keep them informed and keep them happy. Um, the, the worst thing you can do is stop communicating to residents. Um, that's when they become distant. They don't understand what's going on and there's frustration that sets in. So um, yeah, the question is, is how do we connect all that communication into the right places at the right time? Yeah. So, I, 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 well, I was just going to say that could be kind of like, complicated and i think i've um i've just seen like horror stories on on from other management companies on facebook of like doing it wrong and just getting all this like lash back from renters so yeah what, what are some of the best practices and like tools companies are using right now to to effectively communicate yeah, I, one of the things that we talk about a lot at Rent Manager is when you're using technology to communicate, uh, if you're not using it all in the same software or softwares that are connected, you create something called communication silos. So Ooh. you got to think about the different ways that you communicate. And anymore, it's you know it's email is very popular, um, but phone obviously is very popular as well. Still picking up the phone, making a phone call, text messaging, and again, kind of uh, other tools like web chat. People aren't using all of these. And the question is, is all of these in the same platform or do these platforms talk to each other? Because if mm -hmm. they're not talking, everything's gonna be in different places. And that's a big problem because if you had a phone conversation with somebody about you know, maybe the amenity being closed or you sent out a text broadcast uh, to all of your residents about the office not being accessible and how to make payments, how does everyone on your team know that that was sent out? Is there a place you're storing that? Do they have to log into multiple places to get it? Um, that's a big hurdle for a lot of companies to overcome. And like you're saying, they can really uh, kind of make fools of themselves sometimes if the communication goes out wrong or yeah. if they did send out communication one way, but somebody doesn't know it went out, so they resend it out a different way. Now you've over-communicated the same thing multiple times and the residents are kind of left wondering what's going on in the main office and how they can uh, make sure they're getting the right information. So um, yeah. The, the idea of breaking down those communication silos is really important. Um, you don't want to lose the communication. Uh, you don't want inconsistent messaging. And if you're a manager here in management or 
operations, you want to have opportunities to help your employees get better communication as well. Um, and if you're not recording and documenting all of the different ways that you communicate, you don't know the narrative, you don't know what's happening. So you can't really step in and help coach and, and train for better customer service. Yeah, well, I think one of the recording aspect is super important. And we've seen that a lot, like, thankfully, with the Latchel and Rent Manager integration, we're not going to spend a ton of time talking about this, because I know we have other things to get to. But uh, Latchel, you know, we're going to be communicating on the maintenance perspective um, with our agents doing their own calls, texts, emails, things like that. But the beauty of the integration is that it's still getting logged in Rent Manager, which avoids the like inconsistencies that you're talking about. But the the recording of it is so important because if you're if you're using any type of like maintenance or really any third party service, you need to make sure that that communication is going into your primary platform because if it's not, what ends up happening? Well, you you could go access other platforms too, like which in some cases you might have to, okay, I have two, two places I go to. But if you're not recording that, then you lose the recourse to use it. If you ever run into a problem, right, where a tenant says like, hey, no, I, I've been asking for this for three months and you ignored me. I want like rent refund. And you're like, okay, well, now we can't prove that we'd actually been communicating with you. What recourse are we going to have if this goes in front of a judge? Of course, they're going to side with the tenant here. You can't prove that you ever said anything to them. And of course, you know, you lose that income. Now, you know, if you're done third party, the owner's mad. If you're the owner operator, you just lost out on income and it's a huge mess. Um, so, that, right. So Rent Manager records it all, um, all stored in one place. I'm, I'm curious, like you, you mentioned a few channels. You mentioned email, phone, text, web chat. Uh, like for at an abstract level, it's like, yeah, okay, cool. But like, how does it actually like tactically work? Like if I'm, if I'm using rent manager, what does it look like and feel like accessing these different modes? Is it all, am I sending all that stuff in rent manager? Is it all coming into rent manager? Like, how does that work? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. And understanding how it works helps people understand why it's important. Um, and, and a lot of it comes down to, are you using modern tools, right? Um, phone's a great example. Um, I don't know if you know this, but you know voice over IP phones have been around for 40 years? Most people don't because, like, I think it's something that, like, 30% of companies out there use voice over IP, which is amazing because it's actually less costly than traditional phone lines are. Um, so at Rent Manager, we have our own voice over IP system that we built from the ground up and is in integrated into our software. Um, and it really kind of started there with our understanding of better how to track and record communication and why it was so important that every phone call that comes in over that system can literally be recorded. So you can go back and li listen to it. But also there's a note put on the resident or tenant's account that says when they called in. Um, so you can, you can literally go back in the system and completely re-listen to conversations that have happened. Um, and this, again, not only is good for recourse if you have any kind of dispute or anything like that, but like I said earlier, it's kind of a training opportunity as well. So as you coach your, your staff into how, how to become more customer centric, more customer obsessed, you know, you can only do that if you know what's happening. And yeah. so the recording piece is really, really important. So leveraging something like a voice over IP system is really important to modern business. Um, and, and I have to even say like, at Rent Manager, we use our own voice over IP system for our phone system. And when COVID-19 hit and we all had to start working from home, we didn't have any issues. We just literally went home with our phones and plugged them into the internet and started making phone calls. So whether we are in product support or in sales, whatever it might be, we can work from anywhere in the world because the phone goes with us, right? Mm. Uh, we've always been able to take our email with us and maybe our online notes and stuff like that, but we can take our phones with us as well. And that's really, really important right now. And I don't think that's gonna change anytime soon. I think the fact that you can leverage technology to take it with you and relocate is really, really significant in how we do things. Um, and with, with the phone system. Um, I mentioned earlier, like something recent that we've started doing is our, um, we've added a, a new app. We always had a, a mobile app, but we released a new one last year. Um, RM App Suite Pro is what we call it. 
and you can actually leverage the voice over IP system from that app. Um, so I don't know if you have maintenance people out there or property managers, you know, if they're working remote or maybe they're out on the property or something like that, where they're not in the office, no one really wants to call a resident from their personal cell phone and reveal their personal cell phone number. Um, you don't want to text a resident from your personal phone because now they have your information and people like to keep their personal information private. Well, if you're using something like a voice over IP system, it's going to show up as the business number, right? So now it looks like you're calling from the office. They know what number to call back. If they text you back and forth, it's all contained within our system that maintains privacy, but also allows you to record all of that as well. So not to jump too far ahead, I guess we can talk about text messaging in a minute, but it all kind of starts to fit together when you see how technology uh, starts connecting all the dots. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, what you're talking about is having a centralized platform that kind of protects everyone individually. It's all going in one place and you don't lose anything because it's all in one platform. So correct me if I'm wrong, but let, let's let's um, take just one step back, talk about desktop, the kind of the, the at my computer experience. And let's talk about like the mobile experience after that. So correct me if I'm wrong, but it sounds like I can text back and forth. If, I, if I'm at my office, at my desktop, I can text back and forth when I'm in Rent Manager. I don't have to be on my like personal cell phone, right? Correct, yep. Um, I can do the web chat. You talked about web chat, which like is huge because I know for, for Latchel it's huge because the first instinct is I'm gonna go to the site and use the web chat, right? For whatever I need. And sometimes you're like, Okay, you have an emergency maintenance issue. Why are you using the web chat? <laughs> like, but but people do it, and it's it's another avenue that people want. So from the rent manager, you can manage your texts, you can manage your web chat. Um, for the phone system, I'm curious. Uh, do you do hard phone and soft phones through rent manager? We do, we do, and I and I think in most cases people do prefer kind of the hard phone type setup, especially in an office setting. Uh, yeah. But yeah, soft phone is an option, and that's really kind of uh, how that app works, right? It's now using a soft phone type technology, but you don't have to use the app to to use a soft phone. Um, so yeah, right. you can use both. Yeah, and in case anyone doesn't know what that is, a soft phone basically means you don't actually need like a, a telephone at your desk. You can just use like a headset on your computer, right? Yeah. Um, yep. So cool. You can run all your 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 calls, texts, web chats, um, and can you also run the email back and forth inside of Rent Manager? Correct. Yeah. So um, within Rent Manager, um, and I guess I'll touch on this a little bit. Uh, you can communicate directly to one tenant or many. It really kind of depends on what you want to do, and really across. I guess web chat is probably the only one you want to do one-on-one, -on -one, but all the other ones can be one-to-many. So if, yeah, email right in the system um, when it comes to, you know, forms or whatever it might be that you have in the system, it's going to populate in and merge in all the data of the tenant's name and all that information. So it, it looks like it's addressed to them and you can do one-to-many. Um, so you can do thousands at a time or same thing with phone calls. So we can actually do phone broadcast, which is you literally record a message like, Hey, just so you know, the pool's closed today and you can send it out to all of your residents all at one time through a phone message where it calls them, they answer, and it's your voice on the other end, leaving them a message. And text messages are the same way. It can be one-to-one -one or one-to-many. Uh, regardless of how you've communicated, it's going to save a note onto that resident's uh, profile, their, their account. So you know what happened. It's date and time stamps. So you have a whole history of what's happening. And that's where those silos get really confusing because even if each platform's controlling or documenting what's happening, it's documented somewhere else, right? So even if you can get all the histories put together, you now have to try to put the puzzle piece together for when it happened and how it happened. Uh, where if it's all on one platform, uh, like you're saying, maybe I sent uh, an email or a text message about a maintenance issue that you know Lashell is already taking care of, right? Well, now Latchell's notes are right in there with mine. So I can see the whole history of how that happened, even if it didn't happen within Rent Manager. Yeah. Um, and in regards to the mobile app, there's one, I assume all, all this stuff we've talked about is in the mobile app too. Is that? 
right? That's correct. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. You said something about uh, the uh, technicians, service providers actually doing the work, also being able to have that app. Um, and uh, I want to make sure like we're on the same page here because a lot of uh, Latch listeners, some of them will have in-house technicians and then some are using third-party providers. If they're using the Rent Manager mobile app, will they, I assume if they're using in-house technicians, they'll of course be on the platform. But are they also giving access to that mobile app to the third-party vendors and third-party providers, or is that not really a common use case? I would not think that's very common. Um, I, the, most of the use cases that I've seen and I've heard of are in-house maintenance using that app. That's where people, yeah, exactly. You're saying they've got a, a full group of guys that do all the maintenance and, and they're using the app. And that way, um, they that, yeah, that lets them communicate with tenants, what, like you said, without having to like give up their number and how they're getting random calls for little fixes here and there instead of putting in an actual work order, right? Exactly, yep. Yeah, because if it takes place on somebody's personal phone line, whether it's text, call, whatever, there's no record of that in the system anymore, right? Mm-hmm. So you really want to keep it all within the same, within the same platform. I wonder if like... Um, if you have any stories, uh, and I know you don't work super closely on, on the customer side, but I'm curious if you have stories of customers that you feel like represent like that, the highest level of success in adopting these communication channels to, to be more efficient and get more done. Or, or maybe there's, you've seen like some interesting, like innovative ways uh, your customers have used these tools. But, you know, I, um, I don't work a ton with customers directly since I work with the integrations program. Um, but I, what, I, what I think is really intriguing that's happening right now is how everyone's trying to contribute in different ways. So a lot of the con- contributions I see are kind of more on the integration side. Um, mm-hmm. So, for example, we see all types of different uh, integration partners that are finding new ways to leverage technology. Uh, Chatbots is a, is a great example um, like you said, everyone's kind of using a chat bot or uh, some type of web chat form at this point. And yeah. the AI that's behind it is really, really powerful. And I think that's kind of what a lot of the property managers are going to want to see going forward is how can they use AI to make things better? You know, uh, Latchel is a great example. If somebody's submitting a, uh, a service request, can you use AI to maybe solve those issues before you even call somebody, right? Like if they say, hey, my faucet's leaking and there's water all over the place, could the chatbot be smart enough to help them turn off the water supply to prevent further damage, right? And then it calls the maintenance tech, things like that. I think that's kind of where things are headed. Um, But AI is as good as the data that you have, right? And so AI has to be connected to a lot of different places. And again, that speaks to the idea of a centralized place for all your information. If all your information's in one place, AI is gonna be a lot more powerful um, and be able to provide a more seamless experience for uh, the property manager. So that's a lot of what we're hearing, a lot of uh, buzz around AI and, you know, through the leasing process, through the maintenance process, uh, what what can maybe uh, technology do for us and answering some of the basic surface level questions. You know, one of the um, things I think, uh, I'm, I'm going to talk specifically about the, our, the lateral uh, customers, um, and the ones that use both Rent Manager and Latchel integrated, I think one of the, the the innovations they have that's really like pushing them forward on maintenance efficiency, but also positive resident experience, uh, is that you know they're combining uh, through through Latchel the AI of being able to immediately respond to to a resident even if it's midnight on Christmas day, getting the immediate response, going through the diagnostic, which, you know, if you talk to super advanced AI companies, they might say, well, that's like pretty light AI, which is true. It's light AI, but that's because, you know, you're not, you're never going to build a robot that can understand the nuance of like a tenant's confusion 
of, I don't, I don't, I kind of know what's going on, but I don't really know what the problem is. Like that's hard to build AI for, but what's easy to build AI for is understanding to a better degree what's happening. But I think um, where we've seen like a lot of innovation happening is beyond just being able to really understand what's happening, being able to provide the immediate communication back to a real person to assist when it's required. So in Latchel's case, what will happen is our AI is able to kind of diagnose severity of issue really, really well. And then based off the severity, we'll know, hey, do we actually need to get a human on the phone or, or text or, or video chat, um, which was a lateral response to COVID. Like, can we actually use video chat to help, help the troubleshooting side a little bit? Um, and so that, that's kind of like a, a, a nice innovation to using AI to better understand how to prioritize things. So that if there is like, you're using AI to understand the severity, you can actually get, well, in Latchel's case, it would be a lateral person, but you know, even if you're not using Latchel, if you're just managing all, all your own stuff without using any third-party tools, it's using AI to help you understand what to address so that you can jump on that video chat or, or get on, you know, your, your web chat or the uh, text immediately to help walk them through it. Um, and it all comes back to the communication integration, right? It's like, how do you use AI to, to improve the communication process and prioritize where to communicate? Uh, do you yeah. have, um, yeah, sorry, did you have a comment about that? No, I was just gonna say, I agree. And good communication should save us time and energy, right? And, and that's where AI can really step in and help out with that. Because if it can take care of that first two or three questions, and then point things in the right direction, get it routed to the right person, everyone's gonna have a better experience. Um, mm -hmm. No one wants to call you at midnight for a water leak, right? They don't want to be doing that, but when they do call, they wanna to get to the right person that can help them. Uh, and, and I think AI and chatbots are, are great for that. And it doesn't have to be a web chat um, type scenario. It can be AI over the phone, right? It can be actual, actual like voice assistant kind of get, getting you to, to the right direction. Because um, good communication should save time and make things more efficient. Yeah, one of the, I think, most interesting things when when you're looking at how do you pair communication with just getting those five-star reviews and heightening the resident satisfaction, the most important metric that, that we see in, from all our, our data analysis, and I'm curious how, how uh, you see this, it's responsiveness. The, the thing that could kill the resident experience is when you're telling them, hey, you, you got to actually just leave a voicemail. And then we'll go run that voicemail to page people and you can just sit there for 30, 40 minutes while this voicemail has gone out paging like our on-call texts. And you're just sitting there like praying that you get a call back soon because your toilet's overflowing. Sure, you're gonna get that back to that person and then fix that issue within like a couple hours. But the fact that they've been sitting there just waiting, not talking to anyone, hoping create such like an experience problem. And it's like a, another a fellow like customer obsessed company, you know, the responsiveness is one of the most key factors in getting those positive ratings. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm curious if maybe you can um, elaborate on how this integrated communication that rent managers providing helps support the responsiveness to get those five star reviews. Yeah, yeah, that, that's all. It, it's really great. And it really does speak to who we are as a company. Um, you know, I'll kind of talk about who we are and kind of how we function a little bit because our product support is one of the areas that we really focus on making really good. So this is how we support our customers, right? Um, live support, talking to people all the time, answering the phone as quickly as possible, getting them the right answer the first time, all of those types of things are really, really important to us. And that's what we kind of get the feedback is, you know, we want responsiveness we want the right answer and i actually have some stats on this because it'll probably blow your mind that when somebody calls a business 49 percent of the calls are never even answered that means they go to voicemail right and 87 percent of people say they don't want to leave a voicemail so what does that say that's that says that you're providing a bad experience as soon as you don't answer that phone and you say well i'm really quick at getting back to voicemail 
But we all know that there are always times when you can't get back right away. And it may take a day or sometimes two days to get back to that voicemail. And that person's just left in the dark. So, no, I, I do think there's a lot of things that are important um, to that quick response of time. People, you know, people always like to say that, you know, uh, you know, the our culture has like this attention problem, like where we don't like to wait, we're impatient, things like that. And I don't think that's the case at all. I just think that some companies have done such a great job providing good service and being responsive that it's just raised the bar, right? That there's an expectation that, yeah, you can answer the phone. Yes, you can help me in a quick manner because I've seen other people do it. Um, you hear stories all the time about, you know, whether it's Apple or Chick-fil-A or you name all these different companies that are like well known for their customer service. They're really pushing all of us to do a better job. Um, but you need software. You really do need technology to help get you there. Uh, very rarely can you do it on your own. And I think if you talk to those large companies, those experiences, good experiences are supported by good technology that, that's yeah. in place. And, and I think, um, you know, we talked about the voice over IP system and the, the ability to answer the phone no matter where you're at, that's a great example. You never have to let it go to voicemail if you can answer the phone no matter where you're at through a mobile app or through a, phone, a soft phone that you can just take with you, a software-based phone. Um, that's just one example of, okay, now I can answer the phone in more places at more time. Or if you're leveraging a voice assistant that uses AI, you know, you're making somebody happy right away. You know, they call up and say, you know, what's my balance for whatever it is. They verify who you are and they tell you your balance is a thousand dollars and you didn't have to talk to a human. That's a really good experience, right? Um, so there's all types of different technology that's out there. But again, to kind of go back to the, the main point is you have to be able to document all of that as well. Yeah. So you know what's happening. Um, and there's even AI out there that's starting to evaluate tone of voice. They're starting to evaluate keywords that you may want to be aware of. So if somebody did talk to the voice assistant, you can get an email that says, hey, they use the word move out with the voice assistant. You may want to follow up and see what's going on here. Mm -hmm. Or they use the word water leak with the voice assistant. That triggers a, a flag in the system that maybe maintenance should be involved. Um, so I think those are the type of experience that, experiences and technology that help the property manager out, but in the end provide that amazing experience for the resident because they feel really taken care of. Um, if they can get a quick response to what's going on, um, and the prop, the property manager has to know, they have to have all the detail, all the details, they have to have all of the documentation quickly um, in one system to be able to do that. I uh, this is on a slightly like off tangent, but I have to bring it up because uh, last night I, I just recently um, signed up for Disney Plus trial just to see what all the, all the rage is about. And I'm still in quarantine here in San Francisco. So, you know, I have nothing better to do. And I was watching this uh, episode of a, a Jeff Goldblum, like kind of docu-series on Disney Plus. I think it's called like The World According to Jeff Goldblum or something. Um, and the, the first episode, it's about sneakers. And he ends up at the Adidas like, headquarters in Portland and it was like, they have this insane technology where they'll, they'll put this headset on you. And so they'll, they'll put it on the athlete. And when the athlete looks at the shoe, it basically reads all the emotions in their face from everything from like how they're moving their face, like vocal tonality, all this stuff. I'm, I'm mentioning this because you mentioned reading words and vocal tonality to, to pick out like important, important components. Um, so just to, to hype up AI here, Jeff Goldblum's wearing this thing and he's going through all these different like facial reactions and this, this AI is perfectly reading like, does he feel joy about this shoe or contempt or sadness? Um, yeah, if you have Disney Plus and you haven't watched it, it's a cool show. But uh, point is, AI is getting more and more advanced. The, the more you use it, the better it actually, the more it improves. So a, a lot of technology like AI, even light AI, it, there's a concept called machine learning. And you, you may be, like companies may be using machine learning, but effectively you're, you're taking the data to improve the result you're getting. And so if you're not using technology yet, what you'll find is there's going to be this J curve of improvement with the companies that are. 
And right now it might seem like the disparity is not that much between those that don't use it and those that do. But if you fast forward one year, that gap's going to be 2x. Fast forward one more year, you're now 4x and then you're 8x behind. And so you're slowly going to fall like further and further behind not using these tools. Um, so slightly different from the Adidas Jeff Goldblum <laughs> example. But the point is like, it's, it's very powerful. And if you're not looking for, or at least exposing yourself to the tools, like you'll eventually find yourself at a competitive disadvantage. Not to say jump into the first tool you find, like do your research, like pick the ones that match your business and give you that first step in. Uh, you don't want to jump into using some advanced like artificial intelligence that requires a ton of configuration and like a year of setup in order to start leveraging. Um, but you can take baby steps, right? Yeah, no, and and I have seen a few episodes of that Jeff Goldblum show, and it is bizarrely intriguing. It, it's one of those things you you can't really describe it because like. At first, it doesn't make a lot of sense, but like then you kind of sucked into it and you can't look away because he's he's a very interesting guy. Um, <laughs> and explores a lot of interesting topics, but you're you're absolutely right. And the whole idea of machine learning is is, is taking data that is ever growing and learning from it so it can provide better results. And and that's again at Rent Manager, we are very focused at making sure all the data is available. So all the data is in one place, regardless of what. Maybe it's coming from an integration. Maybe it's coming from some of the communication tools we've talked about. If it's email back and forth with a resident, if it's a phone conversation, if it's text messaging, it's getting all of this data. And if all the data is in one place, then machine learning can happen over time. Um, now that's not something necessarily rep managers actively involved in, but we know where things are headed. So we know the data is gonna be very valuable. So yeah. having it accessible and having it in one place is kind of the step one to making sure all of those things can actually function in the future. Um, so there's, there's a lot of effort being put in um, to making that possible. And, and really the integrations and all the communication tools speak directly to that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the fact that rent manager has the open API is what makes this possible. Um, Cause it means companies like Latchel can actually use that data to improve the experience for the property manager, for their residents and their technicians. Um, so I'm, I'm curious on some of the uh, integration partners that you're maybe most excited about, and you might not be able to go like too deep on this, but if you had to pick three and they could be in like the same category, they could be across categories. Are there three that you just want to like maybe uh, push listeners to check out that you're, you're excited about maybe because they're recent in your mind maybe because you've just seen lots of people integrating them. What are a few to get people started that they can check out that are um, a little more guided that don't require them to set up all on their own maybe and have to figure out like a ton of like technical things. So for, for, for the, the rent manager user or maybe people that aren't on rent manager that are looking at rent manager, what are three integrations that you think they should check out because they're, they're exciting and useful? Yeah, yeah, that's a great question. Um, I can't uh, not say Latchel, right? I mean, you know, I mean, obviously maintenance is a big factor. And if you look at like our list of integrations on our website, maintenance is a really big category simply yeah. because it is a headache. It is something that has to really have a lot of handholding involved. And so a lot of people are looking for solutions and we've got tools built in. We have features built in to help manage service issues and, and do all of these things. And it works for a lot of our customers but it doesn't work for all of them because they need something a little bit different. Um, and that's really the power of the integrations network as a whole is that freedom of choice that, you know, maybe Lashel is a better solution for them for X, Y, Z. They need something to really, like you said, take over the 24 seven maintenance uh, of a property manager company. That's something rent manager doesn't do, right? You know, we're, we're your platform, we're your software, we're not your 24 seven maintenance. Um, so definitely everyone should check out Lashel and talk to Ethan and his team. Um, some other ones that are really, really intriguing. Um, we talked about AI a lot. We talked about kind of the idea of like a voice assistant and chatbots. Uh, different is a really great one to consider and look at and kind of what things that they're doing. And they are all about artificial intelligence and leveraging it and trying to figure out how they can do things differently. 
Um, they are doing things like uh, voice assistants and chatbots where you can go uh, put a, a web chat feature on your website where it's all AI being backed, right? So you type in like, go to two better apartments and it can go and find out that data, give it back to you and say, yes, we do. We've got them available at these locations. Would you like to come see it? And it can help you schedule a virtual tour and things like that. Um, so that's really, really great. And and uh, Ethan over, it's also Ethan at Different, just like Ethan at Lapshul. <laughs> uh, Ethan at Different, um, he's all in on kind of the whole idea of the API and how you integrate and how you move data back and forth in an effective way and how you keep pushing the data back into that centralized location. Um, so those are two that kind of come to mind right away. They're kind of exciting. Um, just as a category, I'm also really intrigued on self-showing and smart home automation. Um, I think self-showing has really become, it's not commonplace, but everyone knows what it is. And I think a lot of people are interested in self-showing. Not as many people have executed on making it happen yet. But I think that's one that's going to really, really take off. Um, people are using it more than ever, considering what's going on right now. Instead of meeting a leasing agent somewhere, now they're scheduling their own showing where they show up, they use a code to get in, they look at the property, they leave, they can say yes or no, and maybe even get a digital lease to sign and never have physical contact with anyone through the leasing process. Um, so I think that's really intriguing. Um, Quick, to see quick comment on self-showing there. I have to give a, a shout out to Tenant Turner, um, who uh, James, the uh, one of the founders, I, I believe he's the CEO of Tenant Turner, was on this podcast, also a Y Combinator alum like Latchell. Um, I don't remember the episode number, but if you're listening and curious about self-showings, go check out uh, the Tenant Turner podcast. Um, are, are they integrated? Do you do you know off the top of your head if Tenant Turner is integrated with Rent Manager? They are. Yep. Yeah, they've been around. Um, they've worked with Rent Manager for probably, if I had to guess, three years now um, awesome. with, with integration. So they work with a number of our customers. And I agree, James is great. Uh, they have a great product. So I can... Definitely endorse him to, to check him out. Um, and again, I can only imagine, I'm hoping his business is booming right now as people want the ability for self-showings uh, to kind of take the place of uh, physical contact. Yeah, I have a feeling self-showing is going to be a, a, a J-curve uh, topic over the next couple of years. Um, you also mentioned smart home automation. What's exciting about that? Well, I think uh, it can do just about anything you want it to do. It can be a resident amenity. Uh, people like smart home. They like to be able to turn their lights on, adjust yeah. their thermostat from uh, work or as they're driving home, you know, turn their AC on, uh, things like that. They love to be able to access their, uh, their property, their apartment without having a key that they can just get in using their phone. I think there's a lot of resident amenity benefits, but there's also smart home tools that can help on protecting the asset, right? So uh, there's water sensors that you can put in. So if there is a leak, you know there's a leak. Uh, they can put sensors on things like furnaces and AC units and things like that to understand kind of the performance of different um, pieces of equipment. So um, I think it's one of those areas that we're just starting to really understand how it works, um, kind of with a smart home that you can actually start selling Wi-Fi as a resident amenity which I think is really big and is going to tie into that whole smart home uh, feel. So I, I think, yeah. it, it, again, it's kind of twofold for me. I think it's exciting because I think residents are going to be asking for it because if they lived in a home, they probably would be installing these things on their own. But since they live in an apartment, they kind of need to wait for somebody to give them the green light on it. And maybe you could do that for them and, and maybe make a little money off of it as well by offering as an amenity. Yeah, one of the cool things about smart home automation too, especially when you're able to integrate it with your uh, management software like Rent Manager, is it then empowers companies like Latchel that you might be using to run maintenance because what Latchel is then able to do is automatically take that uh, water leak detection and automatically run an emergency process on it without ever like without the tenant having to call because maybe the tenant doesn't realize there's a leak, right? Um, same thing with lockouts, uh, for like smart locks, you're able to automatically generate codes, which if you're using a provide, well, I mean, if you're doing it yourself or using a provider like Latchel and it's all integrated with rent manager, 
then what you're able to do is have Latchel provide those code accesses to providers that are coming, whether it's single family like uh, or multifamily, so long as we have permission under the unit. And it creates a really streamlined process when you're able to use smart home technology, not to just influence like the resident happiness, which yeah, residents love it, it's an awesome amenity, but you're also getting a lot of value in the efficiency of your maintenance, which is gonna translate to better operating income, more efficiency and reduced cost. Yeah, absolutely. No, that is exciting. And uh, I can only imagine the resident experience if that happened, right? There's a water leak. The resident is at work, they're on vacation. And all of a sudden they, they just get a phone call or a message that says, hey, we detected a water leak, but don't worry, we've already dispatched to somebody to take care of it. You know, that's a great experience for somebody where they no longer have to worry about things like that. They feel taken care of. And, and honestly, that's what you're paying for when you're renting somewhere to live, right? If you were a homeowner, you, you, you take on that responsibility. When you rent, you really are paying for somebody to take care of those things for you. Um, no, that's a great example of how smart home, I think it's only gonna grow and uh, the technology is becoming more widespread. I think it's becoming easier to implement. Um, the idea of lockouts or changing locks, uh, rekeying doors, you know, that's the thing of the past with smart homes. And I think that alone, is appealing enough to kind of take the first step towards smart home automation. Yeah. So we've kind of developed like a, a clear picture now. And what I'm imagining now uh, as if I was going to re-ask the question like, well, why would I choose Rent Manager over like any other platform? Uh, I'm going to try to sum up what I'm hearing here and then I want you to correct me and, and add to this. But what, what I'm getting is, if I'm using Rent Manager, I can be integrating all these other platforms to get all the benefits you just talked about from the third-party platforms. So I don't have to do it myself, but they're all coming into one place, into one data source, where I can then leverage this unified communication to act on every, everything that's happening. So whatever's happening with maintenance, if I'm using a, a, a tool like Latchel, whatever's happening with um, different, right? My, whatever AI tool I have coming in, if I'm using like self-showing smart home automation, all this data, all these pings, these communication things are coming into one place and I'm able to, re to really meet my residents where they're at. Are they on text? Are they on email? Are they on web chat? It's all right here for me to use. It's like the, the power play, right? That one resource and I have access to everything at my fingertips. Exactly. I mean, that, that really is the vision and uh, we give everyone the freedom of choice to pick which one of those providers they use, whether they're using something that's already built into our system, one of our features, or using somebody outside of it. Uh, we believe that all the communication, all the documentation, all the history of what's happened can live in one place and make the property manager's job that much easier so they can be actionable every time they get in the software right they're not having to do a lot of research they go in find the data can make a decision and move forward so i'm going to try and put myself in some of our listeners shoes here i'm listening to all this good stuff i'm like you know i i want to change platforms or i've been looking for my first platform how, how do i get started I, I i love what i'm hearing about rent manager what do i do where do i go how do I how do I switch to Rent Manager? Yeah, yeah, they definitely should contact us and uh, get a full demo so we can talk through all the other things we do as well. Because obviously, property manager software does a lot more than just communication. We do all the the accounting and uh, you name it. We probably do in our software. So yeah, they should reach out to uh, to us. I mean, they can contact me directly, um, Joe Easton with Rent Manager, uh, Joe at RentManager.com, and I can make sure they get to the right person. Um, Go to rentmanager.com if they just want to jump right into our website and see what we're all about. Um, that's another place to, to start as well. Awesome. Well, if you're looking to switch to Rent Manager, go book a demo then. Go to rentmanager.com or hit Joe up, joe.easton at rentmanager.com. Um, before we, we wrap here, because we're, we're kind of coming up to time, I am kind of curious. I, I think for the, the, the companies that maybe are on another platform, let's say they've, they've been on it like a couple of years, they've got all this data now and sometimes switching can be overwhelming. It's like 
you know, there's all this data to move over and all this stuff. Like, can you talk through a little bit of the process of if someone does want to switch, like what's the easiest way to do it? What does that process look like? And what's the most painless way to do it? Well, the most painless way to do it is just ask us for help. Um, we have a whole implementation team that that is their job 100% is to understand where you're at now. Like I said, are you using pen and paper? Are you using Excel? Are you using QuickBooks? Are you maybe using a different property management software? Um, where are you at right now? Where's your data located? And let us help you get it put into our system. Um, that's what they do. Uh, they love doing it. They'll be able to explain all the different features, uh, get all that basic stuff set up, make sure that things are functioning the way you want. Like, like I said, it's a really customizable, flexible software. That means there's a lot of options on how you can operate in the system and they will help guide you to make sure you've got those settings set up just the way you need them to be set up. Um, if you need something to help out with online payments or accounts payable automation, whatever it might be, they'll be able to kind of guide you down that path to make sure that gets set up correctly. So yeah, we've got a whole team dedicated to that. Awesome. So you're not, you're, it's not a sink or swim. You're here helping everyone get completely moved over and set up. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then ongoing, our product support is amazing. I actually started in our product support uh, department and I loved working there and helping our customers every day. And that's just part of what you get with rent managers, the ability to call, ask questions, get help and make sure things are set up right in your system. One of the other things I love about uh, everything you guys do at Rent Manager is how much time you put into the continuing education for your customers. And um, I'll, I'll do a little bit of self-promotion here. Rent Manager runs uh, this thing called Tech Tuesdays where their um, integration partners talk about all the things you can do with the API and these uh, third-party services. And Latchel will actually be on Rent Manager's Tech Tuesday session on Tuesday, July 7th. So if anyone listening is, is a rent manager customer, make sure to join in uh, Tuesday, July 7th. And we'll, we'll talk a little bit more specifically about how Latchel um, can coordinate your maintenance at zero cost and potentially help you increase revenue per unit too, uh, all integrated inside rent manager. Um, so you can check us out there. But yeah, you, I mean, you guys do this every Tuesday, all kinds of like integration partners. I know you also have um, rent manager university too, right? which provides a really great way for people to get up to speed. Um, you, know, you, you make it as easy as it can be. Yeah, a lot of time and effort goes into the training. Uh, we use it internally and we use it with our customers and rent manager university. I got to think, uh, I mean, it's not as big as Netflix, but we have a very big library of uh, courses and videos that you can watch. And all of those Tech Tuesday just so you know, we record it and we put it on Rent Manager University as well. So it lives there forever. So even if a Rent Manager customer can't be on that webinar live, they can watch it later as well. So uh, we believe in the better our customers operate, the more they know about the industry, uh, the better for everyone. They're going to grow. And by default, we're going to grow along with them. So we're excited to help our customers out. Joe, we got to wrap up, but I want to ask one final question. Um, and it, it's more like space for you. Is there anything, any message, anything you want to leave our listeners with? Yeah, absolutely. So when it comes to this whole idea of communication and using technology, um, I, I think, you know, COVID-19 has spotlighted some things and it's a good time to take an audit of what you're doing for communication. You know, what channels are you using? Which one of those are managed by your software? And are those softwares connected? Um, and then go through and prioritize which ones are leaving the best records for you and use those communications as much as possible because that's going to leave that kind of that trail behind of what you want to be able to do. And just make sure that you've got some processes in place to help control your communication. Um, there's nothing more important than making sure that you have precise, accurate information going out to your residents at all times. So, yeah, think about that. Do a self-audit. And if you have questions about what maybe we can do to help you with that, reach out. We'd love to talk to you about it. Awesome. Well, everyone, thanks for tuning in. Special thanks to you, Joe, for being here to share all this knowledge with us. Um, and for everyone listening, if you want to learn more about Rent Manager, don't forget you can head to rentmanager.com or as uh, Joe so graciously offered, you can email him direct 
at joe.easton at rentmanager.com. Um, again, one of the things I love most about you guys is, is your open API, which allows this integration with so many other platforms and that integration of, of uh, communication. Um, so thank you, Rent Manager. Keep doing what you're doing. Um, our customers love you guys. I know your customers love you guys. So keep up the good work. Um, and for any, everyone else listening, we're going to be back here again in another couple of weeks with the team over at RentCheck to talk about how you can run remote inspections. Uh, so make sure to follow Latchel on Facebook or subscribe to our Crowdcast here to stay up to date and get notified on that next session. Thanks, everyone. And thank you, Joe. Thanks a lot. We'll talk soon. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Subscribe to the podcast to stay up to date. Hit that subscribe button. Give us some love. Maybe give us a five-star review, too, if you like what you're hearing. And I have an ask for you. I'd like you to go to latchel.com and click the book a demo button to schedule time to talk with us. We want to hear about your business, how you've been, how you're growing, how maintenance is going at your company. Maybe we can work together. Maybe not but you won't know unless you talk to us. So go to latchel.com, click the book a demo button. I'm looking forward to talking to you. I know the rest of our team here is. So go do that as soon as you can. Thanks everyone. See you back next week.